Hello, my name is Lily Hugenberg and welcome to today's episode of the Pursuit of Positivity podcast. Before I begin, if you can interact with the podcast in any way, shape or form by giving it a like, rating or a review, especially hitting that hot, that follow button, it helps me so much so that my podcast can grow organically and I'm so grateful for all of you who have done that so far. If also, if you wanted to message me on anything that you valued about the podcast or even if you have a question, if you have an episode request, any of those things my information is down below especially my instagram you are more than welcome to message me on there and i will get back to you usually the same day i'm not joking i love love replying to all of you so thank you so much for those of you who've done that so before i begin i haven't done my episode meditation for two episodes now and what are we on episode 96 so we're almost at 100 got to think about what I'm going to do for my 100th episode. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. What would you like? (laughs) And I'm so excited for the growth of this podcast. And I just want to take a moment for us to breathe and focus on gratitude. Just before we begin with this episode, it won't take long, don't worry. But close your eyes if you can. And I just want you to take three deep breaths in and out through the nose and out through the nose. And I just want you to think of three things that you're grateful for today. Just three things. They could be small, big, whatever it is. What are you grateful for today? I'm going to give you about 10 seconds. Perfect. So now we are in a good mindset and I love doing that before because it helps me as well. makes me feel like I'm ready now. I'm going to go. We've got seven things that will give you a new spark like that's exciting let's get into it so this is all about if you've been feeling a little bit stagnant lately you know we're at that time of the year where if you're listening to this when it gets released summer is approaching we have that idea of you know there's not much going on just yet but we've not really got anything to look forward to apart from maybe the potential hot weather depends on where you live I mean where I live being in England it's you never know what the weather's going to be like it's been raining for the last two months so who knows but (laughs) there's not much to look forward to necessarily how like you may be feeling that your growth especially personally I felt this as well I've had a lot going on recently I'm still got a lot going on I won't have much going on maybe let's say in a month from now but almost done growth and personal growth is something that has not necessarily been a huge priority for me recently it's not been something that I have been focusing my whole energy on I've got a lot of other important things that have been taking up most of my energy but this energy I want to I want to put it back in there and I've kind of noticed that my growth has reached a standstill I haven't really been reading as many books as I normally have been on self-development and I want to get back into it so I've kind of been experiencing a a lull, as they say. Maybe you have as well. You've been experiencing maybe a personal, maybe even a professional lull. Nothing has really changed. We want to bring a spark back into it. And getting out of a rut isn't easy. It's not an easy thing to do. But knowing how to help yourself is definitely the first step. And it's 
kind of less we're gonna have some excitement and how to jump start a new chapter a new part of your life unless we can just do it now we could be doing all sorts of things but I've got seven decisions that will help your stagnant life it will, it will give your stagnant life a new spark so the seven decisions that will give your stagnant life a new spark sounds quite nice actually we're gonna talk through them I've got seven as I've said and write them down if you can definitely will help you out if you can write them down it will put them back into more solid grounds it will make them feel like they're more real and you can work through them so writing them down is definitely something I would recommend but if you're just walking or driving whatever you're doing just listen along and hopefully one of these or maybe two maybe all of them will stick with you and you can have some new sparks in your life basically so number one create a new morning routine now I am an absolute morning routine junkie it is to me the best part of my day it may be different to yours it will be different to the person who lives next door to me and it will be different to anyone I know really but a morning routine for me is the moment I have for myself it's the time I feel the best I can run through it but don't compare yourself to me do not say oh god she's doing all of this before she even gets anywhere at 8am but my morning routine has actually gone down. I used to do a lot more and I want to bring back the morning routine. And actually even just saying this now has made me feel really excited because my morning routine, actually, yeah, thinking about it, it isn't as it used to be. It used to, I used to have a lot more elements involved. But as I said, life gets ahead of you and I haven't really put my mind to it. And I've completely forgotten about it. So what I do now is I wake up and I have a 5.45 gym class session, which you might all go, oh God, I'm following this girl, what the hell is she talking about? But I love it. It's something that I do. So I wake up normally at 5.05. And then what happens is I sleep in for 10 more minutes. Not even with a snooze alarm. Somehow I know that 5.15 is when I'm meant to wake up. But from this moment forward, that will not be happening anymore because I've just completely put myself out there and told myself I hit the snooze button which is something I have said before is probably the worst thing you could do in the morning so technically I'm not hitting the snooze button because there is no snooze I just somehow know to wake up 10 minutes later but that didn't happen today actually I woke up about 25 minutes later and that wasn't very good but now when my alarm goes off at 5.05 I will be getting up because now I'm going to feel accountable now that I've said it 5.05 I wake up and what I used to do which I'm going to start doing now again is journaling I've completely stopped journaling my journal book I don't even know where it is I need to find it that is something that I'm going to do is I'm going to journal for five minutes I actually have a six minute journal from Amazon which I would recommend it's a very good one it's got prompts in and it's very effortless basically and makes you feel quite good after doing it then after that, obviously, I get changed, brush my teeth, and then I walk to the gym. Luckily, my gym is literally a three-minute walk from my house. So I get there, do my 45-minute class, and I see all the people who I go with, really like it, makes me feel really good in the morning. And I've noticed that working out in the morning gives me so much more energy than when I don't work out in the morning. That's just personal preference. Maybe it's also, I'm not someone who has a, a job that starts early. I'm also not someone who has 
like a family to look after it's all very different but this is just me you can take ideas whatever you want to do i don't have to leave the house until about five to eight eight o'clock ish so then i don't have to leave by that point so when i get back from the gym i will it's about 6 30 and i still i literally have an hour and a half i didn't even think about that i have quite a long time to do things and what do i do I normally go get dressed and, you know, have a shower and then I will watch something which relaxes me, but I could be doing something better with that. Maybe I could be reading a book. Maybe I could be doing something for my brain, whatever it is. I'm going to be thinking about changing that one up, but, and then I go and start my day. But however you begin your day, it sets the tone for everything that you do. And when you begin your morning with intention, you will then create a purposeful day. So when I find that I'm setting myself an intention, usually this happens through journaling. I had an intention recently, it was, well, it was to compliment three people. And that made me feel really good. It may sound like it was a selfless, uh, a selfless deed, but it made me feel good as well. And I thought that was something that I liked doing a lot. It was giving other people compliments when I, I did truly mean them, I wasn't just being fake or anything, that made me, made me feel good as well. So setting intentions to start your day basically in a positive way is also good. But morning routines, even if you can get the 10 minutes, maybe when you're having your coffee, instead of scrolling on your phone, maybe you could read a couple pages of a book. Maybe it's a fiction book, a non-fiction book, whatever it is. Maybe you can spend that time doing something better for your brain which is definitely something I'm going to be improving on as well since I've just completely outed myself to my community about all the negative things I may not be doing in the morning but I am going to definitely be tweaking mine because it used to be a lot better I used to read I would um maybe even do some work before but now it's just a bit of a flop apart from the working out which I'm very proud of very proud that I can do that but it can be a bit of a flop sometimes. So creating a new morning routine or just creating a better routine, maybe taking some things out, maybe putting some things in. What can you do in the morning? As I've said, the morning sets the tone for the day. We all know this, the moment we stub our toe, there's no milk, there's no bread. You know, that creates a bad morning. Definitely, we all know what a bad morning looks like. How can we create more good mornings than bad mornings, basically? So that is number one. Number two, choose to live a life with more compassion maybe you've been too hard on yourself lately maybe it's time to lighten up and ease into more self-love now this one needs to be expanded on a bit if i just read it like that you'd think i was some crazy person who just thinks yeah just be nicer to yourself you'll be fine but realistically there are things (laughs) that can be done if you had listened to my last episode, this will completely make sense. But making that list and reading those lists out, that will help you. But definitely recommend going back an episode and listening to how to get rid of that negative self-talk and that will help you with choosing to live a life of more compassion. When we find ourselves in a bit of a rut, in a little bit of a, a lull, as I've said, you tend to then feel so you you feel bad about yourself 
you don't feel good you feel like you're letting yourself down like even now when I was speaking about that morning routine I felt like I wasn't being very nice to myself I've been very busy I've been it's a lot happened recently that I'm not making excuses I'm just letting myself know that it's okay to have maybe dip down a bit but I can get back on it when I feel like I'm gonna get back on it but being compassionate to yourself is a really important skill so when you feel like you're being hard on yourself because maybe you've been in this rut just remember that you're doing great you're still amazing this doesn't define you and there's so much more to life than whatever's going on you're doing so well and it's okay to feel bad but we have options we can start feeling good again but don't feel hard don't be so hard on yourself when it comes to that so that is number two Number three is to make a list of your core values and passions. How do you show up day to day? How do these passions and values, do they come out through those day-to-day actions that you're doing? Are they presented? Are you really into helping people? Is that a value of yours? Is your core value giving back? How are you doing that on a weekly basis, on a daily basis? If it's not coming out, try to incorporate into the in in well incorporate these core values and passions and realign and get them to basically realign and link them to what matters most to you. Making a list of these values and passions is such a great task to do to understand yourself, understand why you think this is important. Why do you find being kind to other people so important? so interesting to understand that about yourself learning your values and your passions may it may not be something you've asked yourself about it may not be something that you've ever thought about but learning this it can give you a new spark because you can learn maybe a new passion a new value that you have so that's number three number four is to prioritize creativity in a challenging way this can make you feel good potentially in my morning I will then incorporate this one actually because your brain loves to loves creative problem solving basically but the chances are you're not giving you enough yourself enough of it you're not giving yourself enough of this challenging creativity how can we incorporate this well maybe doing some problem solving in the morning or throughout the day doing a bit of sudoku doing things that change things up maybe a little crossword puzzle maybe doing the wordle all of those things that we love doing when our brain gets challenged there is this thing that we know about neuroplasticity uh, which is basically your brain's ability to change and adapt and it can normally decrease with age and well just the amount of knowledge if you think about it when you're in school you have all these new synaptic connections your brain is making connections everywhere you're learning new things your brain is technically quote-unquote growing but when you get older and maybe you're living a life you're not learning as much your brain isn't going to be developing you're going to become a bit stagnant but it doesn't mean that your brain will stop growing. There was this study done where golfers were, I think they're about 40 to 60 years old. They were given a four hour course on golfing and they basically ended up showing that they had more neural connections than the people who didn't have the connect, didn't have the course, the four hour course, which showed that you still, no matter what age you are, you have the ability to 
still grow your brain should be growing and developing you shouldn't be doing it which kind of brings up the argument of maybe should older people go to school or all of these things really interesting debate but anyway prioritizing creativity in a challenging way we want to still be growing our brain we still want to be learning new information and by doing that you can potentially feel like you're doing something different you're changing things up and that's important as well to be able to get yourself out of the lull out of the well out of that rut basically and get yourself a new spark so prioritizing creativity and maybe doing that in a challenging way that's number four number five is to read more and i'm not being that teacher that's telling you to read but there are so many fiction books that are great it just takes a trip to the library or takes a trip to the bookshop or even on amazon on kindle unlimited on even tiktok to look for books there are so many books out there that can help you could be fiction could be non-fiction but powerful inspiring books will get you out of a rut faster than anything else apparently finding authors that can challenge you to accept new ways of thinking and living will help you get out of that rut which i think is a really interesting point reading things opening yourself up to new information and just being inspired can make you feel really good fiction non-fiction whatever it is can help you out a bit so that's number five number six is to serve others in a meaningful way when you help someone you help yourself like I said with my um what was it the compliments when even though I was helping someone else making them feel good about maybe a potential outfit they were wearing or their hair or their personality even though you may think oh well that's not very selfless because you're helping yourself well yeah and I don't mind admitting that because I'm not doing it in a superficial way, but making that compliment, helping someone else is helping me. And when you heal someone, you heal yourself. It's an important thing to learn and it's an important thing to understand. When you heal someone, you heal yourself as well. Helping others helps you. And I really like that one. And I think we should all be trying to do that in as many ways as possible if we're not already. It's great. So now we're on to the seventh, the final one, which is such, or it's a good one. So number seven, get yourself out of your comfort zone. What have you been wanting to try lately? Well, it's basically about don't being afraid, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and live more. The more you push yourself, the more you'll grow. If you've been feeling like you've been in a rut, if you want to have a spark, if you want to grow and change, do things that make you grow and change. Your comfort zone is where your dreams go to die. Recently, two of my friends, we went, two of my friends and I, we went rock climbing. It was the coolest experience, but I would never have done that. That's not really in my comfort zone. I thought it was so cool. And I really enjoyed it. So... I put myself out there. As I said in my last video, if you have been following my TikTok and my Instagram, I've been posting videos of things I do after school so that I can become less stressed. Those things have required me to be doing things outside my comfort zone. I've not gone swimming for a while, but I went in the swimmer. I went swimming and went to, um, into a sauna, a sauna and a steam room. Those things aren't in my comfort zone. I went on a walk by myself, not in my comfort zone. I went, what else have I been doing? 
I went and I read in the park by myself. I went to a yoga class. I did all these things. These aren't making me feel very comfortable, but they're making me feel good. And I'm feeling better because of it. So those are the seven ways and decisions that you can give your stagnant life a new spark. And if you've if you've liked this one, if you have liked this episode, basically interact with it if you can. Especially if you're listening to it on Spotify, in the Q and A box back down below, would give some options, give some give some opinions. How do you feel about this? And I would love to hear from you. Especially if you could message me on my Instagram. I'm so grateful for all of you who've done that so far. So thank you so much for listening, and I will see you with another episode very soon.